Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. We thank you so much for coming in, jo- Jolie. How are you today? I am fantastic. <laughs> I, I am imagine. absolutely thrilled with the people of Kansas City and the result that came out last night. Let's uh, talk about those results for a second, if you don't mind. Um, first of all, your reaction when you found out the final vote. But I want to talk about how it ended up 75-25, given that a lot of the predictions were that it was going to be close. Right. So a lot of us that were, um, you know, setting up office pools and that sort of thing, we were thinking that it was going to be a lot tighter. You were gambling on the election. You know, it was there was no money involved. <laughs> there were election? there were, um, I think, some offers of some signed yard signs and that sort of thing if they were successful. <laughs> but um, we uh, we were all looking at it and just kind of guessing. And, and really, we thought it was going to be neck and neck. The polling we saw um, really never crept up much higher than 60 percent. And, and I, I have to tell you, just based on a lot of the election elections that we've had over the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, we were only hearing good things, but we were worried about the outcome. And 20% actually got out and vote. And that's high. Oh, I mean, as yeah. pathetic as 20% is, yeah. that's still, you know, about 10% higher than most people usually come out for these kinds of things. Think about that for a second. That means 20% of the one in five people that were eligible to vote in Kansas City, Missouri, decided that you're going to get one terminal. That you're spending airport. a billion dollars. Yeah. And that was for the entire region. And yeah. so that, wow. that, that group of people made just an amazing decision um, that really is going to affect everybody regardless of where they live. Go back six months. I, I believe it was about six months ago and Mayor James was standing with Burns and Mac on the, the 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 Terminal A in front of Terminal A, and I remember watching that press conference, thinking, "All right, I guess this is great." And it was met with a lot of problems. Did you think that where we were at then was going to lead down the path we went through for the last couple of months and to get here today? I felt when um, Burns and Matt came forward, and I have to take one second and say thank you to that company for bringing this issue forward and pushing the idea forward, because we were stalled out as a city. We were not moving anywhere on this. And the fact that a company came up and said, you know what, we've got this idea and we'd like you to entertain it, I cannot thank them enough for that. And so um, I did think that that idea was going to jumpstart this conversation and that we would get to a vote. Did I have any idea that we would take the path that we took? to get here? Absolutely not. So what did you as a councilwoman learn um, about the process, some of the criticism that the city got in the way that this was handled, whether it was deserved or not? What did you learn in the last six months? You know, over the last six months, um, I was able to build on what I had learned the previous year and a half, which is how <laughs> airports are financed and built in the first place. Um, that was something that was completely um, new information to me. But uh, one of the things that I really learned is just absolutely the importance of a process that is open and the public education piece, because no matter how many public here hearings we had where we described things, that information was still not effectively getting out to the public. And so it was really important to me to learn and then to use this moving forward. Whatever way we can get facts and data out, we need to do that as elected officials. One of the questions we really got often was, look, if it's privately financed and taxpayers aren't paying, why even have a vote? So I ask you, (laughs) if it was privately financed and taxpayers aren't paying, why even have a vote? Under Missouri law, we did not have to have a vote. And so the reality is, is that a privately financed airport, you do not have to have a vote. 
Two things, though, prevented us from doing that. Number one, uh, in the previous council, there was a referendum that was passed, and the, or not passed, but it, the signatures were gathered. And the way they settled that is the previous council passed an ordinance that promised the people of Kansas City they would get a chance to vote on this. That's number one. And then number two, the mayor promised it, and he was going to keep his political promise. And so that's why we took this to a vote, even though legally we did not have to. What do you say to the people that texted our show that I'm sure have called you and have said they they fundamentally don't trust the government, that they fundamentally think that even though you assure them in 50 different ways, no taxpayer money is going to go to pay for this, they still don't believe it. What assurances can you give to them? Because now now it's done. Now, Now it's getting real. What do you say to them? You know, I understand. Every time we ask people go to the polls, there is usually a tax increase associated with the vote that we're asking for. This is an instance where there is not a tax increase associated with the vote. And so I understand that that is um, a a fact that is tough. And I also understand that in today's political environment, there are a lot of people who have lost confidence in their elected officials. I get that. But what I can tell you is this. The law, both state, federal, local, and otherwise, says we cannot use taxpayer dollars on this. And in an abundance of caution, this council went ahead and passed an ordinance that said we wouldn't do it. So we have belts and suspenders on this. Talk with Jolie Justice, Kansas City Councilwoman and Airport Committee Chairwoman with us here in studio at 98.1 KMBZ. Was there ever a low point when you thought all this effort, all these meetings, that it wasn't going to get done? I am a hopeless optimist, and so um, every time I started to get discouraged, whether it was because misinformation was flying out there, accusations that were unfounded, um, it just felt like an insurmountable hill. I, I, I constantly knew that this was going to happen because I have the trust in the people of Kansas City that they're going to make the right decision when they are faced with facts and data and an important decision like this. Um, I will tell you, every time I got to those low points, I pictured myself on a direct transatlantic flight out of KCI and said, this is going to be worth it. Um, a lot of people are wondering, and this question came in, you can text in your questions for Jolie Justice 22980 about terminals B and C and how operational they're going to stay as terminal A will get demolished. One of the things I really loved, in addition to all of the modern conveniences and amenities and safety that will come with this new airport terminal, is that we will not have to interrupt operations at B and C at all during this process. So what will happen is, uh, while we are building terminal or the new terminal on the location of Terminal A, B and C will be separate and apart from that. They will be up and running with no interruptions. And then one night, hopefully at the end of 2021, we will turn off the lights on B and C. <laughs> and the next morning, we will open, the, you know, turn on the lights and, and the new terminal who gets to flip that switch that's a good question <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to maybe we can get um unfortunately mayor james will not be in office then because he's termed out maybe we can get him to come back and flip on the switch for that one here is a question we just got on the text line um why is parking going up airline tickets going up because of the fees if it's all entirely privately funded so the, the funding is private, meaning that the company who's going to be building this is going to go out and get the loans, the financing, whatever it is that they need to do in order to pay for this. But airports are paid for through those user fees. So airports are paid for by parking fees, by the concessions, the things people buy when they're at airports, and then also by the cost per employment, which is what the airlines pay to the 
city and the aviation department in exchange for being able to do business there. Um, parking costs were already slated under our existing plan to go up by $1, and so that's why they're going up by $1. Um, the concessions, actually, I can't tell you what concessions are going to cost in the new terminal. I don't have any idea at this point. We don't even know what vendors will be in there yet. But what we do know is this. Right now, across the country, I believe we are the lowest or one of the lowest in the amount of money that we make from concessions. The reason that that's important is because that money then turns around and goes back into the airport itself. And because most of our concessions are outside of security right now, people don't take advantage of it. Once we put it inside security, people are going to take advantage of it. That's a great point. Well, you can't make money on concessions if you don't have any concessions. I mean, you've got the pork and pickle in one, the one that's got the Royals theme. The Mexican You've got the tequilaria, which I've been stranded at several times. (laughs) And and I'm I'm thankful. I am thankful for the tequilaria for those times where I've been at KCI for five hours. But you're right. When the concessions are not inside security, there's nothing to spend money on. All right. I know the big question in everybody's mind is what is next and when does ground get broken? We will ask that of Jolie Justice coming up next midday with Jamie and Wicket with Jolie Justice, Kansas City Councilwoman, Airport Committee Chair, live in studio. The vote yesterday goes 75-25 in favor of the new single terminal KCI. More with Jolie Justice next on 98.1 KMBZ. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.